the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed another edition of the Fade 5 Podcast. We are crowning a champ tonight in college football. Going to run through the entire countdown today with wagers, sides, totals, parlays, SGPs in the big match between the Washington Huskies and the Michigan Wolverines. But before we get to that, or maybe Lundy's going to just go ahead first and dive in in the national title game. Let's hop aboard the honk honk plus bus as we always do to start the podcast. Our favorite wager, whether it's on the college gridiron, maybe we're looking ahead in the National Football League and that postseason picture. Maybe it's college basketball. Yeah, there are a handful of games tonight of uh, unknown schools that uh, I just learned about. Maybe it's NBA. Maybe it's the National Hockey League. Lundy, what is your favorite wager plus 100 odds or greater that you're willing to invest in good sir well let's first let's talk about our wardrobe choices today brad um before we really get to uh anything that people give a shit about um i am dressed like this uh because i'm already in a bad mood because i basically woke up and had to immediately start shoveling snow um and it's coming here it's really not boding well for me because I'm already like in a bad mood, right? I'm out there, I'm freezing, my ears are cold, I'm shoveling snow, and I'm the only MFer out there too. None of my neighbors are out, nobody's doing jack squat, just me just scraping that shovel along the ground. So if you're in the uh, mountain time zone and you're enjoying snow, uh, just know that I was uh, out there enjoying it with you. Speaking of snow, speaking of cold, You know I'm always driving the plus bus like a Zamboni through the NHL. And, Brad, I found a special, an odds boost, courtesy of our friends at ESPN Bet, that I really liked this evening. I was going to build something myself, and I've got something for you in bonus time. But ESPN Bet actually built this one for me instead. These three guys in a very light slate. There's only four games tonight. These three guys need to each have a point. Let's start off with the New York Rangers at home. Mika Zibanejad needs to have a point. He's got three points against Vancouver when they played back at the end of October. So way back at the beginning of the season. But he had three points in that one, a goal and two assists. He's got points in 11 out of his last 13. Give me Jason Robertson of the Dallas Stars as well. Three points against Minnesota when they played back in November. That included two goals and an assist. And he's had uh, points in, let's see, I think it's eight of his last nine games. And then right here in Denver, the Colorado Avalanche at home taking on the Boston Bruins. Kale McCarr for a point as well. He's got points in three straight, seven of his last ten. And so far in three games in January, all hail Kale has six points in those three games. So, Robertson, Zabanajad, McCarr. Again, it's a pre-built special under the NHL tab for ESPN bet. Brad, they've got that boosted to plus 250, baby. Oh, oh I love it. Get seduced by the juice on the ice. Like I said, light slate. I'll have some more plays for you coming up in bonus time on the ice, despite the light slate, because there's some great games uh, tonight. There's only four of them, but each of them is really good. Uh, I'll have some for you in bonus time, because over the course of the damn countdown, Brad's going to rub my nose in the fact that I can't do college player props here in Colorado. 
Uh, yeah, that is entirely true, and that is going to be uh, kind of a popular theme in the Fade Five. But uh, let's go to the pro circuit here, and uh, the NFL playoffs are finally set. Playoffs, playoffs, uh, yes, indeed. And the matchup that I feel is going to come through here in the end and represent in Sin City in the Super Bowl, and it's the one that's the favorite right now, and that is Ravens-Niners, a rematch from earlier this year, which Baltimore went into San Francisco and really won convincingly. And I, I think we're going to get that uh, part de, uh take place uh, in Las Vegas here uh, not uh, that long from now. So at plus 300, yes, three to one odds for that to occur at BetMGM. I think it's a ticket worth firing off on. Yes, there's wild, there's wacky, there's wooliness uh, that incurs uh, many times in the NFL postseason. But on paper and really with the eye test, these are the two best teams in the National Football League. Uh, the Ravens and Niners, both top 10 EPA per play offense and EPA per play defense. And, you know, over the course of the year, really, they just really played at a high level, uh, no matter week to week. I know there's been a couple of uh, down occasions for both these squads, but Baltimore is firing all cylinders right now. They have the indisputable MVP, Lamar Jackson. That's why he's minus 10,000 to take home that esteemed honor, according to Bet MGM. And uh, yeah, Brock Purdy might uh, have some. Uh, negative things to say about him, but you got Christian McCaffrey, you got Brandon Ayuk, you got George Kittle, you got Debo Samuel, you got an elite D and a rock solid offensive line. I don't think anybody's ousting San Francisco in this NFC playoff scenery. So pull it all together. Give me Baltimore and give me San Francisco for all the marbles in the Super Bowl this season. That occurs plus 300 at BetMGM. With those bets on the board, we got a champion of crowd tonight in college football. Let's get after it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, here's one of these player props that uh, aforementioned that Lundy discussed that he cannot wager on. So he's snowbound. It's not like he's going to you know, hop into his ride and go to Wyoming. Uh, today, anytime soon, a couple hours away north of him right now in the Denver metropolitan area. But uh, I do like this wager if it is indeed available in your jurisdiction. And as Blake Corum, give me the under 104.5 rush yards at a minus 115 juice at Bet MGM. Uh, I saw some in the books have this number actually below 100 as of yesterday. And it's uh, starting to climb pretty much universally across the board, getting close of this uh, unanimous 104.5 rush yards number. And I think the number is a little bit too high. Yes, you look at the paper matchup. It says, oh my God, Brad, I'm going to fade the living daylights out of you because Washington has been that horrendous defending the run. They're number 125 nationally and success rate on defense against the rush. Uh, they're giving up 137.1 rush yards per game. That's number 41 in college football. But you look at Corum. Man, he's been subpar in some of the advanced analytics. A downright disgusting number 228, according to Pro Football Focus, in yards after contact per attempt at 2.56. Uh, even worse in missed tackle percentage at 9.9%. He's only forced 20 missed tackles on 202 rush attempts this season. And on the uh, entirety of the season, he's only been over this number one time. Just once. I don't think it's going to double up and be twice. So, put it all together. I think Washington has got to kind of sell out in a way 
to defend the run because that is the strength of Michigan. That's what Harbaugh wants to do. Ground control to Major Tom and win this game on defense. Uh, but I think it's going to be a different story than unfolds tonight. So, Corum, give me the under 104.5 rush yards. I do believe he's going to score a touchdown. And I wouldn't bet on that unless it's in an SGP because it's like minus 350 if he does. But on this prop, minus 115, very viable, at BetMGM. Lundy, you can't bet on it, but fade or follow. Yeah, I like this. Fade or follow your imaginary bets, Lundy. That's what <laughs> uh, that's what you get to do. Come on, Colorado. I, I'm actually going to – I would fade you if I were in a state that mattered. Uh, I think I would fade you on this one because I think he's going to just barely creep past this. I could see him at about a buck ten. I think you're going to be pitting out late in the game uh, because of what Washington can do. Uh, again, uh, in, or lack thereof, I guess I should say, when it comes to the running game. Uh, look, I, I think there is, there's always a lot that goes into the game plans, uh, and then that game plan involves uh, Harbaugh getting on a plane and going to Los Angeles to coach the Chargers, but I digress. Um, I think part of what they're going to try to do, Brad, is keep Penix and company off the field, and that's why I don't like this bet, is because regardless of the fact that Quorum has been has had some some subpar performances i think this dude is going to touch the rock non-stop in this game so that they can keep Penix off the field plug the damn holes washington i'm still taking the under number four numero cuatro here all the fade five podcast national title edition uh between washington and michigan and a wager that Lodi actually can touch in the state of Colorado, and that is Washington. First team to score 10 points in the contest tonight, plus 115. Yeah, let's again get seduced by that juice at BetMGM. Here's the reason why I like this. Uh, you know, you got a contrast of styles, really, and of, uh, you know, notable. Notable variety in this game. Michigan is all about that D. Uh, top three in the country in EPA per play defense. Washington's all about that O. A team that is top five in the nation. EPA per play offense. But you look at the Huskies. And they have certainly mushed. Huskies mushed against teams with positive defenses. Uh, look at the Texas game. Uh, that we saw a couple of weeks ago. Number 13 EPA defense uh, were the Longhorns entering the contest in that one, and Washington was the first team to start off hot there and put 10 points on the board. Utah, number 11 in EPA per play defense this season against the Utes. They were the first team to score 10 points. Arizona was downright nasty defensively this season. Not as good as Texas and Utah, but a respectable number 31 were the Wildcats in EPA per play defense. Uh, yes, Michigan is in a class by itself. Compare those other teams I discussed. Uh, but I'm willing to roll the dice here because there's no value with Michigan to put the first 10 points on the board. The value resides with the dogs who are going to be barking, who are going to set the tone early on. And maybe I'm on Washington, too, for the full game of plus four and a half. But I believe... The Huskies earned their bacon strips early on and put that 1-0 on the board first. Plus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow? Uh, I see where you're going with this one. I'm not a huge fan of it. There's a different way that I would play this that I'll do in bonus time. Um, but I can see, <clears throat> I see what you're trying to do here. I'm just not so sure that that Michigan defense is going to allow them to be the ones to be the first to get to 10, but I would not be surprised. So at plus 115, B 
because it correlates into what I've got for you in bonus time, the bets that I can freaking do, uh, I'm going to follow because yours is going to tie into mine. I'll explain coming up. Oh, get off the blocks fast, Washington. I need an early winner. Number three. Numero Trace here on the feed of five national title edition of the countdown. J.J. McCarthy. Give me the over 193.5 pass yards minus 115 at BetMGM. For those that are just uh, casual fans of college football, he is the starting quarterback for the Michigan Wolverines. And this number is too low. Yeah, he's uh, one of the better scoring duelists that is out there. Could beat you with the arm and with the legs. Uh, but I- I'm not going to wager on any kind of rush yards prop uh, tied to the college quarterback market because sacks, they count against you on the junior circuit. And that royally sucks. I got burned on that a couple of times in the regular season. But I don't feel that I'm going to get torched and fried uh, like a creme brulee in this one with this wager. Why? Wash number 69 and a not so nice. They are in pass defensive success rate on the season. They're getting up a 267.1 pass yards per game. That's number 121 in D1 college football. Uh, McCarthy, a very good uh, passer in terms of the accuracy. Number four to just completion percentage. He hit the over in the playoffs and in the regular season eight times on this prop. I think he's going to be north of 200 here in the end because, again, as I've already suggested, we're quarterly synergizing and bring it all together. If I feel Washington is going to start off this game hot, uh, Michigan could be in chase mode early on and could get a little bit more airborne and move away from hand the ball off left, right, up the middle of Blake Corum all the damn time. So give me J.J. McCarthy over what I feel is a very achievable number, 193.5 pass yards, minus 115 juice at BetMGM. Lundy, another wager you can't uh, bet on there in Colorado, fade or follow. Yeah, I don't. Why am I here, Brad? Why am I here? Um, I like this one. Uh, Brad, you got uh, you got your uh, Illinois uh, prop bets up in front of you. Can we do something on the fly real quick? Do you have JJ? Do you have McCarthy? Do you have them? Do you have them? Here's here's what I want you to do. You don't have to do it instantaneously, but do they have longest reception for him? And if so, uh, I would probably slam the living shit out of the over. I I Uh, longest pass, you mean? Yeah, longest pass completion. No, That's, they do not. Damn it. I wish they did because I would totally play the over on that because Washington's going to get burned at least once. Um, that defense is is susceptible to it. I think they will get burned at least once. I think McCarthy will find somebody or Washington will miss a tackle on the second level and somebody will turn what should have been a 10-yard, 11-yard gain into like 30-something. I'm convinced that's going to happen in this game. That sucks that you can't bet on it because I would love the over on a longest uh, on a longest completion for him because I think he's going to hammer it. Same thing that, I, I mean, I made some money last night. Josh Allen did it for us, uh, and I think J.J. McCarthy is going to do the same thing. Oh, this just in, uh, this prop even higher now at 196.5 at DraftKings. You better shop around, shop, shop. Shop. Still bet the over, baby. Number two. Numero dos. Here on the feed of five countdown. Uh, another wager. And this time we're going to live in the land down under on the Michigan Wolverines and team total points. Uh, that number sending at 30 and a half. And at the under, it does come through. Here at the end, it is a minus 110 juice at Bet MGM. Yar! Shiver me timbers, mateys. I feel Captain Hook. Very much is in play here 
and you could get beat by that here in the waning moments of this particular contest. Uh, you know, you're in the spotlight. Uh, the nerves are going to be on high. Uh, it's definitely the ultimate leverage uh, situation for really either team here. Uh, some uh, squads wither under the spotlight. Others shine. We'll see what Michigan does. And I think it's going to be kind of a mixture of both. Maybe they start off slow. And the offense really doesn't get going. And, and Washington does, as I believe they will, getting out to maybe a 10-0 lead in this game. But uh, you look at Michigan. Uh, they're a team that has hit the over on this nine times. Nine uh, this season. They're number six in the country in EPA per play offense. Uh, they're number six in pass success rate offense, but number 41 in rush success rate. Again, Blake Corm just kind of ho-hum as the advanced analytics have suggested, uh, though the visualizations tell an entirely different story. Uh, you look at Washington, number 77, and D-net points per drive. So a team that does give up a lot of big plays, uh, they tend to give up a lot of points against Texas. Uh, you saw it. They gave up 31 in that game. Uh, maybe it's a, a duplicate for Michigan in terms of their scoring output. But again, I feel Captain Hook is coming to play. And if they do get going and maybe they get a lead in this contest, they're going to eat clock. A whole lot of Blake Corn, which Lundy is buying. So I'm really curious where he stands on this. As I believe, again, Michigan scores 30. Uh, my friends at College Football Graphs, uh, they got Michigan exactly at 30. So, yeah, <laughs> shiver me timbers. Help me out, Captain Hook. I'm taking the under 30 and a half points scored by the Wolverines. Minus 110 at Ben MGM. Lundy, better follow. You know you're going to get hooked on this, right? You either know way, happening. it's either going to be 31 or 30. So, for example, right now over at DK, it's minus 150 for Michigan to score three touchdowns. Or, excuse me, four touchdowns. For them to go over three and a half touchdowns is minus 150. That pops you at 28 right there, which means... Well, unless you go for two. Little little kicker, little kicker action puts you right up over. You sit at 31, you're screwed, you lose your bet. I just, you know, I I wouldn't touch this one. I think this number is set so perfectly for this game. I ain't touching this bet. So I guess that's a fade, uh, but it's not like I'm betting the opposite side. I'm not touching this, Brad. Uh, don't send me to Davy Jones's locker, Captain Hook. Number one. Numero here on the Fade of Five podcast. Uh, my favorite bet on the board here, the national title game. It is an SGP. And yes, uh, Luddy, again, can't wager on this in the great state of Colorado, but I can in the ILL because we're full of progressive thinkers. And on this two-legger, uh, give me the Huskies. The mush! Huskies mush! Plus ten and a half on the old line. Now, I'm going to match that with Michael Penix Jr., 250 or more pass yards. That's an even money right now at BetMGM at plus 100 odds. And, yes, I fired off a ticket on this yesterday. I feel damn good about it. Uh, again, you look at Michigan, uh, their top eight, EPA offense and defense. So the better team on paper. Uh, Washington, though, a better offense. Number five in the country in EPA per play offense. But number 22 in EPA per play defense. And appeal back to layers that you need to look at their success rates versus the past. Number 69 in the country. And number 125 against the run. So 
uh, they've been leaky. They've been vulnerable. They've been susceptible. There's no doubt about that. But I think they're going to show up and show out because uh, they might have the best player on the field. And Michael Penix Jr., whose stock is skyrocketing right now for the National Football League. I saw his humble beginnings at Indiana where he started his college football career. And I'm like, damn, that guy's got a hose. And he can run. Uh, he is the ultimate you know, dual threat quarterback that's out there. He's gotten light years better than what he was with the Hoosiers. Uh, what you saw against Texas was a magician. A guy just straight up at work throwing darts, throwing lasers into tight coverage and doing it accurately. Uh, I know Michigan um, has got incredible prowess defensively, uh, but Penix is going to be tough to ground. This is the MO of the Huskies. They're going to attack you early and often, and they're going to be relentless through the air, occasionally on the ground, but mostly through the air because they have one of the best wide receiver cores, if not the best wide receiver group in college football. They're going to get open and even in, you know, tight man coverage or zone coverage with arms extended and bodies around Washington wide receivers, Penix will find a way to thread the needle. Uh, the standard line is up to 299 and a half now on Penix uh, for pass yards in this game. I think he's got to sail past this with relative ease uh, despite the unfriendly paper matchup. Keep in mind, Penix number 41 on the season, adjusted completion percentage number 20 among all D1 college quarterbacks in dot and number three in big time throw. Ten times he went for 295 or more yards, making 11 on the biggest stage known to man in college football. So, Lundy, my number one play in the national title game on this SGP. And come with me, hopefully. Washington plus 10.5 on the outline. Penix, 250 or more pass yards, plus 100 even. Steven Juice at BetMGM. Feed or follow. I like it. I like Washington to keep it within 10. I like the idea of Penix going over the number. You know that 300 is something that he'll flirt with. Excuse me. I think 250 is going to be easy for him to hit. Um, I mean, shit, he may have 185, 190 by halftime if they're coming out and trying to fire uh, at will. Uh, You had a chance to see Penix at Indiana. Look, you know, I don't want to pull a muscle patting myself on the back, uh, but I at the beginning of the season, I said, I don't want to talk about Caleb. I don't want to talk about Bo. You guys need to be talking about Michael Penix up in Seattle, and he has proven it by making it to the national title game because, you know, I'm an Oregon State guy, so I'm paying attention to the Pac-12 or what was the Pac-12. And I said all along that that was the guy that I thought everybody needed to be paying attention to when it came to the NFL draft coming up uh, at the end of April in Detroit. So the fact that he's finally showing out, uh, I think is spectacular. I think it's great that the nation's going to get to see him tonight. This kid can play the position and it's freaking fun to watch. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I know there's some good quarterbacks in college football. I, I get it. In the last two months, I haven't seen somebody with a more accurate deep ball than Michael yeah, Penny. Unreal. It's just it's it's absolutely spectacular to watch. Um, I look forward to watching him at the next level. I think he's going to crush that 250 number. I think he's going to go the over on the 299. I'll be honest with you. I think he's going to get up to the 300, um, to the 300 mark. So you've bought yourself plenty. The only thing you've got to hope for is that Washington keeps this thing close and that their defense yep. doesn't let them down. That's all. The 10 and a half. I, I think you've got more of a risk on the 10 and a half than you do on the 250. Yeah, hopefully it's not going to be a purple nurple uh, body stretch of the imagination Did tonight. You say purple nipple? 
Uh, yeah, purple nurple. Remember those from when you were a kid? No, I thought you said purple nipple. Uh, well, you get that from a purple nurple, and oh, hopefully, oh, you know, I'm I not going to get that. You got a little, you got a little uh, uh, twist and shout going on. That's what you got going on. Well, yeah. You, you and, twist, and, some, and then the other person shouts. And some people find that pleasurable. Others do not. I'm one of those that does not uh, uh, think. But Brad, wait, look, you're the, you're the guy. You're attaching, like, freaking jumper cables to yours. <laughs> so I don't really want to go down that road, okay? Uh, well, let's, let's just start with it. some more bets, Lundy, because it. it's it's bonus time. Okay, Brad, I need you to pull up the player props for me because, like I said, okay. I can't do it here in Colorado. I need you to pull you up the get to receiving yards for me, yep. please. And I want you to tell me what Jack Westover's at. Jack Westover, over, under. Oh, you might like this number quite a bit. 26 and a half. Boom. The over, Hit the over. Hit the over uh, on Westover. Those of you that are not familiar, this is the tight end uh, seniors. <clears throat> excuse me, senior, 6'3", 250. Prototypical tight end size in the Pac-12. Um, this is a guy, I think, if Michigan does what they are going to want to do, which is to try to disrupt the timing of Michael Penix, I think that Westover is going to become his safety blanket uh, in this contest, okay? In the last seven games, he's got five targets or more in four out of his last seven. And in fact, really, the game that he was kind of a non-factor, but it was also because of what the Ducks were doing, was the Pac-12 championship game. Okay, uh, the, the game against uh, Oregon was the one where he kind of vanished. He only had one catch for four yards. But other than that, I think he's going to be the safety blanket. Michigan brings that pressure, tries to throw Penix off of his timing. What do you do? You look for a simple dump off. So I think in order to hit this number, Westover's got to get at least three catches, if not four. But he's had the targets over the course of the last seven games. So from a player prop standpoint, even though I can't do it, Westover would be my guy. That's the one that I want you to pay attention to. Uh, all right, let me get back over to uh, the uh, – actually, one more for you, just for fun. Yeah. I would say this is like a half-unit bet for me, and this one I can do, and I've already done it at a half-unit. Washington to score a touchdown on their first drive is plus 190. Yeah. I think they need to come down. I think they're going to try to do everything they can. I think the, I think the drive is going to be scripted. I think they're going to try to make sure that they can get on the board right at the beginning of the contest, whether that's their the first drive of the game or it's their first opportunity after Michigan has the ball. But I think Washington's going to want to do everything they can to get points on the board in the first drive. So for them to score a touchdown uh, is almost universally, I saw it, I think, at ESPN bet at this number. I saw it at DraftKings at this number. It's plus 190, I believe, for them to have a touchdown on their first drive. I like that one. All right, now I'm done with the title game because I can't have any fun with player props because <laughs> uh, the state of Colorado hates me. Uh, let's go to the ice, shall we? Uh, I mentioned the fact that Boston is here in Denver to take on the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, over at that one. These are a couple of teams that tend to be at or near the bottom when it comes to gifts, goals in the first 10. Uh, it is plus 130 for there to be a big goose egg on the scoreboard by the time it reads nine minutes and 59 seconds. So give me the under, the no gift in that contest tonight at a plus 130. I also like the no gift, by the way, between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh in the city of brotherly love this evening for Philadelphia. It's only happened once in their last five games and only in four out of their last 10. 
Um, so I think you're going to see a defensive battle in that one. Speaking of defensive battle, if you really want to get crazy with the cheese whiz, how about plus 360 for Philadelphia and Pittsburgh to need the extra frame for them to finish tied at the end of regulation? Again, two rivals right there in the Keystone State. I think there's a good possibility that this one needs the extra time. So again, probably a quarter unit bet, but plus 360 I think is worth it for those guys to wind up being tied. Now we go back to Madison Square Garden where the Vancouver Canucks and the Rangers are going to be. The, the standard line is six and a half, and I really like the over on the six and a half in that one because I think these two teams are going to trade goals back and forth. However, let's make it into an SGP and buy ourselves a little bit of space. Would not be surprised to see the Canucks pull the upset against the Rangers. So instead, how about we SGP this at ESPN? Give me Vancouver plus one and a half. So if they lose, they just got to be able to keep it close and give me the over at five and a half. Buy it down by a goal. Put those two together at ESPN Bet. You got yourself a plus 144. Um, beyond that, I think we're probably looking at the under in Dallas and Minnesota. That one being played up in the land of 10,000 lakes. Um, I, I think they could be pushing it. It's sitting at six and a half. I like the idea of the under, but I could see this one uh, potentially getting me with a captain hook. Uh, and we just barely get over seven. Somebody nets an empty netter. So I'm going to hope that doesn't happen. But again, I like the over with Vancouver and the Rangers. I like the under with Dallas and Minnesota. For what it's worth, I like the over between Boston and Colorado because right now the Avs goaltending is about as leaky as uh, Brad after he has Taco Bell. I yield the floor <laughs> to the gentleman from Illinois. Yeah, let's get to the Team Huevos parlay play of the day, and I'm a big fan of Bean Burrito. So yeah, I do get a little bit leaky after the, uh, the Bell's sounds uh let's go to the nba on this sgp and come with me if you are buying what i'm selling uh, i'm gonna take the chicago bulls on the money line uh, against the charlotte hornets a rematch of a game that was just played a few days ago in which the bulls won and won handily and it's charlotte uh, moving in the wrong direction really drags the cake right now in the nba uh colby white five or more rebounds and miles bridges two or more made threes all three of those legs hit you're looking at plus 200. Yeah, I'll work the shoulders again because I got seduced by that juice at BetMGM. Uh, again, I like the Bulls. A great history against Charlotte. Uh, in the last 10 matchups, they've actually covered the spread in eight of those. And all I need is for them to win straight up. I look at Colby White. He went 10 rebounds and nine rebounds in two prior matchups against the Hornets. Uh, you look at Charlotte, a team uh, that has lost the seventh most opponent rebounds per game at 44.9. So I think he's going to squeeze the orange at least five times uh, and secure those rebounds. And then you look at Miles Bridges uh, for Charlotte. Uh, Chicago's biggest weakness is perimeter defense. They've allowed the fifth most made three pointers this season, 13.9 to 36.6%. And uh, you look at Bridges, he's shooting 50% his last three games from distance. And in the pair of games against the Bulls, three made threes and two made threes. So I just seen him to repeat that feat, and we're going to be cashing in. So to recap, on this SGP, Chicago, Moneyline, Colby White, five more rebounds, and Miles Bridges, two or more made threes, plus 200 there at BetMGM. Elsewhere in bonus time, let's go to college basketball. They're actual games, and usually they're not. Uh, they usually uh, surrender all of the uh, action to the college football world, but uh, some of these smaller schools said, screw you, we don't even have a football program, so we're going to play some who because it's in season. I like Monmouth. 
I'm going to lay the two and a half against Northeastern tonight. It, I, look, there's no schools of any notoriety that are playing this evening. Uh, you look at Northeastern, uh, also Huskies, I believe, by the way. Uh, so it was a, maybe a Huskies theme for me. Number 326 in the country, an effective field goal percentage. D, and the biggest issue for them is stretching out the perimeter and defending the arc. They're giving up 36.3% from distance. Why is that important? That is the strength of Monmouth offensively. They're shooting 37.4% as a collective from distance. Rice, Collins, and Bashir. Uh, Bashir shooting like 56.8% from way downtown. They've won five consecutive games at home. Uh, they're an excellent team, not only from distance offensively, but they force a lot of turnovers defensively. So there could be some sprint outs and some wide open buckets drained as a result. So I think uh, Mammoth has got to cover the two and a half at minus 110 juice there at BetMGM going away. And then my last play, uh, national title game, and this just in, Lundy, uh, the spread has moved. It's what? now Huskies plus five. Against the Wolverines, uh, I you know I didn't even need the hook. I like them plus four and a half. Certainly like them plus five. Michigan may win this thing and hoist the hardware at the end, but it may be by only a field goal. X marks the spot. We got a guest picker today. It is at Matt underscore Wenzel who sent in JG McCarthy over, which uh, I was on. I think you're on too. 193.5 pass yards. He says Washington will sell out to stop Blake Corum. I think that's a very shrewd perspective, which allows J.J. to throw for a couple of big chunk plays. Good luck to you, Matt. An excellent selection there. We are all in agreement. All right, I'm out of breath. We are out of time here on the Feed 5 Podcast. Uh, do me a favor, and Lundy as well, drop us a rating and a review. If you enjoy this broadcast, give us a thumbs up if you're viewing us uh, there on YouTube. Also, Fader Follow X on the X, uh, where we're always trying to give it to you. Lundy with his excellent hockey picks. Hopefully, he's going to be in Fuego this week at Nate Lundy. I'm posting college basketball action literally every single day. Going to have NFL wildcard weekend player props up uh, on the spreadsheet once they populate the various sports books there at Noisy Huevos. Enjoy the national title game and drive to Wyoming, amigo. Get some player prop action. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It really isn't, especially when it's all snow covered and there's nothing but elk that you got to dodge along the way as you get up there uh, before you reach Casper, just the general border where there's no stinking trees. There are no trees on that side of Wyoming. I've been there. I know. I bought fireworks and nearly blew off a few digits there in the process. Uh, anyway, Lundy may have to road trip. Maybe know somebody that owns a snowplow. I have no idea, but good luck to him. Good luck to you. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is indeed up to you.